0: to episode 5 of Human Seeking Human, my name is Alex, and I am reading personal ads in old newspapers to explore the ways that people searched for love. We're going to get right into it for our first segment, which is called Alex's Dream Date, where I find people I think I get along with swimmingly. These two potential partners of mine wrote into the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, Fort Worth, Texas, on December 3rd, 1993. Haircutter seeks bold, adventurous woman with gorgeous hair as permanent client and exclusive companion. Romantic dinners, frequent haircuts. If you don't follow my other content, uh, you might not know that uh, I've had a thing recently for doing terrible things to my hair, and unfortunately someone ends up cleaning up the mess by just shaving it all off. Uh, So this ad particularly caught my eye because I could really use someone in my life who knows their way around a butchered head of hair because I keep letting my sister touch it with scissors or whatever she has lying around and it ends up in disaster between the bowl cut that she gave me and I guess all the bowl bowl cuts my mom gave me growing up those were those weren't that great sorry mom Uh, and then recently she gave me a joe exotic style mullet um I, I need I need someone to step in and say hey enough's enough let's actually do something normal and good with your hair my next one I don't know why I picked this I just yeah <laughs> it's a it's a weird night um, this one is uh, lonely cuddly Santa Claus needs female elf love quiet times looks and age unimportant <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I'm I don't think I'm particularly elfish or want to be Um... But, and maybe I've just been living alone too long, but something about this ad spoke to me. something about this ad made me think, you know, I could use about <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> so to say, well, okay, I'll just say it. Um, I could use <laughs> Santa Claus <in> my life. <laughs> um i'm I'm not taking applications. I just I don't know what's going on with my brain tonight i I really was just thinking, oh. That seems so nice and comforting and warm and uh, would make me very happy, especially as the weather starts to get colder. <laughs> I The one thing I don't like, and I, w- I would like to call this out and take it more seriously than I should, uh, is the whole power dynamic here. Santa Claus needing a female elf. I That is not appropriate given... The conditions here in Santa's workshop, uh, where the boss is saying that um, he wants an elf to be in a relationship with, I mean, but it, it just doesn't. I, I think it just doesn't seem very appropriate. But uh, that being said, I, I am not an elf. I do not work for Santa Claus. Uh, so I'm j- I'm just lonely. Just let's leave it at that, shall we? <laughs> That's all I have for Alex's dream date is uh someone who can cut my hair and someone who calls himself Santa Claus. We're going we're moving on. We're going to Ready to Mingle. Uh this is where I find the best of the rest. And this is a little different. I have been doing this recently because I I think there's so much fun content especially about relationships within newspapers. This is actually an article about personal ads. Uh, This is from the La Crosse Tribune in La Crosse, Wisconsin, August 29th, 1991. The article is titled Classified Romance, and it's written by Molly Guthrie. And I'll first throw out the logline. Personal ads are shedding their reputation as the domain of swingers, and classified sections now offer a welcome break from the tiresome single scene. So this is an article legitimizing the personal ads and the search for love. Uh, in a newspaper, or at least validating the experience that these people are going through. And it starts off with a personal ad. Here we go. Good-looking, physically fit, professional male, age 36, interested in meeting an intelligent, honest, fit female, 25 to 45, who would like to build a relationship. I'm five foot 7 non-smoker, who enjoys hunting, boating, quiet times, and I am a devoted family man personal ad she saw when glancing through the lacrosse tribune seemed promising to sue mcdowell the divorced woman with two children was weary of playing the field and no commitment dating i had nothing to lose mcdowell said so i thought i'd give it a try so she wrote to the avid outdoorsman and they decided to meet for coffee at a local restaurant typically for her she pulled into the parking lot 15 minutes early she's never late for anything he pulled in right behind her they got out of their cars and looked at each other i hate being late McDowell said to him. Me too, he said, grinning. It's been almost two years since that first meeting. Now, Mike and Sue McDowell are newlyweds. At McDowell's work, people sometimes giggle over the personal ads in the paper. Once, a man wondered aloud who would answer or put in such an advertisement. Only losers, in his opinion. I met my husband that way, McDowell said to him, smiling brightly. His mouth fell open. Uh, There's more to the article, but I'm going to stop there. Uh, I really liked this because I hadn't yet talked about the success stories. I'd only read these ads that I found and left it at that. Usually at the end, I'll say something like, I hope they actually found love and what they were searching for. Uh, In this case, they did. Uh, The two people who were actually using these personal ads found a relationship and fell in love and got married. I especially wanted to include this because I wanted to... Make these personal ads even more personal and make it clear, hey, these are real people. These are people who, like this article might have mentioned, uh, are sick of what normal dating looked like back in the 90s and they wanted to try something new and meet a new type of person or meet them in a new way and they put themselves out there. They took a risk. The equivalent for me would be uh, dating apps. When I first started using dating apps, I remember it technically being an easy process. All you need to do is download an app, upload info, upload a photo, you're done. But it's a lot. there's a lot more to it than that. You're really putting yourself out there. You're wondering, what are these people that will read this? What are they thinking? What do they think when they look at your picture? How are they going to feel when, when you contact them? How are they going to feel with your first line? Beyond that, how will they feel when they first meet you? Are they going to like what they see? Are they going to hate it? Are they going to make an excuse to get up and leave? Dating is terrifying. It's terrifying. It's not easy. It's not easy and it can be so scary, uh, but I wanted to include a little story where for at least these two people, it was a process that in the end was worth it. And now we have our next segment, which is, as always, textual encounters, where I read the best of the I Saw You ads and "misconnections" ads. So this was a weird night for me. I, I just did this research about 30 minutes ago and oh my goodness, these were the, some of the raunchiest ads I've ever read. I didn't know that you could put some of this stuff in the newspaper. Not the ones I'm going to be reading to you. This is uh, this been to be a clean, positive show. I don't want to include anything uh, overtly sexual. And yet this paper had, I, I want to say, four or five different misconnections that were just so much. <laughs> and I was shocked. I was blown away. And I thought, well... If putting your ad out there is one thing, putting an ad out like that, now that is really putting yourself out there. I've saved them just in case because I'm thinking maybe down the line I'll do some sort of human-seeking-human-after-dark-type bonus episode where I make sure to mark it explicit. We're not reading those today, but I found some other ones from the same paper. This is from the Missoula Independent, Missoula, Montana, March 18th, 1999. Bespectacled Fellow, Fencemenders... Jay's Upstairs. Menders is a band. Jay's Upstairs is a former venue in Missoula. You, dark-haired hipster boy. Me, tall brunette staring at you. I want you. Lose the short, boring girlfriend and experience a real woman. Lots to unpack here. And also very forward in its own way. Uh, <laughs> I do like here that there is the implication that this hip dark-haired hipster boy did in fact see the person writing the ad saying hey i was that tall brunette staring at you remember remember me it got to the point where you noticed me that's how much i was staring at you yeah that was me i didn't like the judgment at the end of the girlfriend at all uh, but i included this because i felt like it took such a turn it started off so proper started out with bespectacled fellow who talks like that not not too many people so I thought I was getting into something uh, where two people met uh, at at the local tea house and uh, the one person saw uh, the, the tall brunette saw a bespectacled fellow and wanted to make their acquaintance. However, uh, it took a turn into yes, a bespectacled fellow over there with a boring girlfriend who isn't a real woman like me. Uh, so, so yeah, I like that. Um, I hope that, uh, the dark-haired hipster boy and uh, his girlfriend were very happy, his boring girlfriend, were very happy and continue to be happy, but if not, maybe maybe uh, he ended up falling in love with the, um, the staring brunette. The world may never know. This next one's a little weird. Coyote at large. A coyote is calling. Suddenly, it's all right. This terrible desert motel. So my first thought when I read this was that it was song lyrics. Tried Googling it, couldn't find anything. Uh, And then my next thought was, okay, maybe it's an ad for this motel, even though it says terrible. I don't know. Uh, So I Googled it tried to find a coyote motel in Missoula. Couldn't find anything. Uh, Then I figured maybe it's code. And the person reading this on the other end might actually understand what's going on here. Saying, oh, coyote is calling me okay all is good they're at the terrible desert motel like it feels like somebody who's gone in hiding and needed to get a message out to somebody uh this is an interesting way to do it especially because like i said some of the other ones were really raunchy so this was kind of thrown in there in the middle and i thought it was me i'm I'm reading these on a friday night i nothing else to do and i was like wait am i going am i reading this right something something's off here right uh, no, it's I read it word for word correctly and I still don't get it, but I hope that whoever got the message understood it and acted accordingly because something tells me I, I should be worried about something here. Uh, maybe it's my anxiety speaking, but something tells me something either went wrong or is about to go wrong here. But hey, guess what? This was in 1999. Huh? Uh, whatever it is, it happened now. That's the way to look at it, right? And then final one, Hampton's couple. To Tom and the Italian, in search of East Coast adventures, love, and laughter, good luck on your journey. Our friendship is forever. We'll keep the coffee pot on. Love, Bates and Buddha, babe. I absolutely love this because it seems so just a friendly thing to do. And it's something that I'd like to think, if that were a thing now, that I would do that for my friends. Or I would do that for people I meet. I'd say, hey, check out this edition of the Missoula Independent. There's a little message there for you. Once you go through all the people who are talking about what they want to do with strangers, uh, you'll stumble on an ad that we placed in your honor. I want someone to place an ad in my honor. Is that weird? No. I think that's such a kind and thoughtful thing to do. Like if someone were to just put up a billboard with my face on it and say, Hey, I think Alex is pretty cool. I'd say, wow, that is so kind and thoughtful. Why would anyone even do that? I don't care because I love it. Just like this. Why would someone think to put an ad like this in the newspaper? I don't care. I love it. Thank you, Bates and Buddha babe. Love you too. And now finally comes the time for our honest ad this week. This is where I read an ad sent in by one of you lovely listeners about what you're searching for in life in this moment. Human seeking community with like-minded people in a place where if I end up by myself, I don't feel lonely. I currently live with my two best friends in their hometown. I moved here specifically to live with them because it sounded like a great idea, and I'm not particularly tied down anywhere anyway, so I figured, why not? This isn't one of those situations where I ended up not liking living with my friends. They aren't bad roommates, the opposite actually. It's just that most days they are at their parents' houses, who live right down the road from us, and I'm kind of just home alone. A lot. Of course their families have been very welcoming to me. But I don't want to hang out with their families just to hang out with them. Maybe that's selfish of me? I'm not from here, so I don't know a lot of people. And it's a small town, so unless you're into hanging out in the grocery store parking lot, you aren't going to meet anybody you don't work with. When they're gone for long periods of time, sometimes days, my depression spirals. I've talked with them about it, and all that happened was them inviting me to their parents' houses. Again, I moved here to live with them, not their families. I've been looking into different cities to move to, but honestly, I have no connections, and we're probably going to be in this pandemic for a while, so I don't know if that's even possible. I don't want to be here anymore, but I don't know where to go. I feel stuck. This one really resonated with me uh, because of the theme of loneliness. That is something that I've been experiencing a lot of lately, and I'm sorry that you're experiencing it too. I'm glad you have your best friends, and I'm glad that they're good roommates. But yeah, that doesn't equal a solution for loneliness. I lived with my sister for five years. Not that she was a best roommate, and I certainly wasn't. <laughs> we weren't the best roommates for each other, but uh, we grew even closer, and I considered her one of my best friends, and yet, within those five years, I definitely had long periods of loneliness. And for what it's worth, I don't think anything that you've written here is selfish, If anything, you're actually giving your friends a lot of credit for being good roommates and for acting with good intentions. And you're trying to work through those feelings of loneliness and feeling stuck and wondering where to go from here. And of course, there's no one answer. Uh, I can tell you my advice. I have been lucky enough where I've made friends during this pandemic and some that live near me, some that don't through an online book club, through video games. And I've been really fortunate with that. And I, I still am trying to build up some of those friendships. And I know sometimes I can probably take, take them for granted, but I am grateful for all the people, new people that are in my life since this pandemic started. So even though I haven't been out of my apartment much, and I still feel incredibly lonely uh, quite often, I've been able to find people through other means. I would like to make a suggestion based on what you wrote uh, is to continue to trust yourself the way you did here. I really like the way you wrote it. You said that you figured why not? And that's why you moved to where you were. And that's why you put yourself in that situation. And the situation isn't exactly how you planned. It sounds like, but I mean, who was expecting this pandemic to happen the way it did who expected to be in this situation here in October a year ago I just would recommend you continue to do, act that way and continue to trust yourself because while it took you into this position where you are feeling a lot of loneliness and you do feel stuck that doesn't mean I can't get you out of that situation and into a better situation it's worked for me personally I I know I I trusted myself to move to LA and I've trusted myself to quit jobs when I probably on paper shouldn't have, uh, or move when I probably shouldn't have, or even stay in LA when I probably shouldn't have. Uh, But so far, trusting myself has gotten me to where I am now. And I hope that you continue to trust yourself so it can get you to what you're seeking. And on that note, I would like to say something uh, more general about these honest ads. Y'all have been so great. I have received a lot of honest ads, so I'm still working through them. I will probably never be able to read all of the ones on uh, on the show, especially as I receive more. Uh, but one thing that I would like more of is uh, what a couple of you have already done. Y'all have written in about past honest ads with messages of support with offers to help the person uh, in what they're going through whether it's emotionally or with actual connections and I would like to encourage you all to do it if, you, if you've if you wondered if that's an option it is I'm of course keeping them anonymous however if you reach out to me and say hey I would like to be put in touch with this person because of X reason then what I have done so far is I've reached out to the person who wrote the initial ad and said, hey, someone's reaching out. They'd like to get in touch with you. This is what they have to say. And then if that person gives me their consent to share their email address or forward the email along, then I do that. And it's always an option to create fake emails for these or new emails and uh, to get that extra level of security because I, I don't want anyone getting hurt. And of course, everything would be screened by me and I would never give out any identifying information uh, without your permission so yeah if you feel the need to reach out whether it's with a message of support or for something else feel free to include the uh, episode that the ad was mentioned in and reach out to me and I will get in touch with the person who wrote the ad and see if I can make that connection just from the people that I've already connected through the three ads that I've read before this episode I can already say this show has been worth it If this is my last episode for some reason, if it ends now, uh, the show is worth it because I've made connections between people and I am (laughs) uh, so shocked that it happened so quickly because when I started this, I thought this is going to be very uh, wholesome, very positive, uh, will hopefully lead to some great things for people if they can uh, share their ads And within four episodes, I'm already making some connections. And I'm so grateful for the people who have written in their ads and the people who have written in to respond to those ads. And so now I should probably tell you the email, huh? Uh, The email address is humanseekinghuman at gmail.com. So feel free to write me a note. Feel free to write a note for someone who wrote in an ad or feel free to write in your own honest ad. Use honest ad in the subject. Uh, that just explains what you're searching for right now. Thank you for listening to episode five. If you'd like to follow the podcast on social media, you can follow it on Twitter and Instagram at human seeking pod. You can also follow me at Zandy Schiefer on Twitter and Instagram. And one way you can help out is just by leaving a five-star review on Apple podcasts that has the potential to make a really big difference for me and my show. But honestly, the amount of listens that I've gotten, I am already so so happy i feel so lucky to have this kind of audience so thank you everyone for your support and your love sending my love right back to you and i will talk to you next week until then